Short Track Racing Connection. Broadcasting from the Fireside Beverage Studios, this is the Turn 4 Podcast. Look for us every Tuesday where all major podcasts are found. Like us on Facebook at Turn 4 Podcast. And now, DJ and Zach, take it away. Yeah, so F this cold. It yeah. was 70 degrees on Sunday in the spotter stand. Yeah, I was watching on the TV, and there was not a speck of snow. Sunny, people were in shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah, so before we uh, dive deep into that, I'm just going to take a moment to acknowledge uh, somebody real quick. So anybody that's been around the Wheel of Modified Tour knows that obviously their trucks, their equipment don't get there just magically. Their truck driver, who's been their truck driver for a long time, who knows my grandfather, Dick Gerard, uh, passed away late last week. He uh, he was elderly, but it was definitely a surprise or whatever. So I just want to take a moment and say, you know, hey, you know, Dick Adario's family, we're thinking of you and everything else, but uh on to a lighter note we made the trip yeah dude. made the trip yeah made the show yeah drove the car into the trailer at the end of the night all and finished p10 bro all in all that that's a win for the whole team i think what a great what a great weekend it was fun watching from afar so i'm, I'm sure it was a blast being there so we'll start with the ride down Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's just fire it off there. So the ride down, you guys had the over under on how many times we were going to argue. Yeah, I think we said it at like eight or something. And you guys like blew it way out of the water because yeah. it was zero, man. We talked about racing. Okay. Racing. No, we did. I listen. I swear. I swear on Wilbur's life in there, laying down that zero okay, well, arguments, I, man. I believe you now. I we just you. we did. We talked. You know, we talked about the weekend, and you know, Weasel had a plan going into Friday practice, so we talked about that, and yeah. Um, talked about the weather, talked Who's about we too, but Tyler, Tyler and I rode down. So Tyler and I rode on the way down. So, you know, we t- old B main himself, <laughs> the B main Bobby, yeah. Tyler escort. <laughs> so <laughs> we leave here at like five 30 in the morning and you know, we're, we're, we weren't doing a stroke of business by any means. We had the cruise oh, controls. You're, you're driving, so I'm assuming you're going the speed limit a little bit under. Stand, stand by. We're set the cruise control for 73 down 91. Yeah. And then we get into Connecticut and still dark out and uh guy goes to barrel off the exit. This is where I thought my weekend was in trouble. We're in Connecticut on Thursday morning. Doesn't shock me. Okay. Being in Connecticut. Dude gets off the exit, so we pulled even with him and he decides at the last minute that that's not the exit he wants. Oh, that's not great. At the, four in the morning. It was it was like six fifteen, six thirty. Ah no, I had might, to six thirty. Well, well whatever. Four in the morning. Okay. He turns around, never looks left, and just yanks a hard left. Hey man. He's expecting you to I had to vehicle. jump on the binders, get over a lane, and of course Tyler. Not clear. <laughs> Classic <laughs> not <Tyler>. clear. <laughs> not clear, bud. Yeah. So we drive down, you know, we we stop a couple times, obviously, you know. Yeah, how many times? How many times did it take you? Four four stops. Two of them were just bathroom breaks, the other two were fuel up. I was gonna say I we hammered. I probably would have taken the over because your bladders. We did well. You're like a 90 year old man. Yeah, we did very well. Uh, actually, I want to say in all reality, I think our first stop of the day was the Vince Lombardi rest area just outside of the Meadowlands. Oh, so you made it a decent. We ways. hammered, you made bro. It a decent ways. Yeah, we That's absolutely ha- hammered, yeah. hammered, and. Uh, 
we get back on the road and, you know, we take 95 all the way down. So we're doing a stroke of business and, you know, everybody's probably seen it at this point. We're trying to sell my camper. So <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever. Somebody buy this stupid, uh, sign a purchase sales agreement today. Actually. Let's go baby. <laughs> yeah. So oh, oh, shit. <laughs> Jesus, I boy. Think just broke your chair. That's fine. It's all right. So anyway, so, you know, Kim's Kim calls me and asks me something about either the weather or whatever. And she called me twice on the way down. Okay. Okay. She knew it was Tyler and I just, you know, something about Theo or Ryan. I think Ryan wasn't feeling well. So she called me to ask a question or that might've been Friday, whatever. So she calls me. Yeah. Okay. No sooner does she call me. Yeah. Same thing happens. I'm on a guy's quarter and he just decides to piss whale it into our lane. Jesus. Me being a dryer can't keep my mouth shut. What the fuck are you thinking? She's like, are you guys all right? But yeah, we're good. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So we keep going, and anybody that's driven 95 before, so you get down to Richmond, Virginia, and I think it's 295 skirts around Richmond, okay. or you can barrel right through. Well, mileage-wise, if it's clear traffic, obviously blowing straight through Richmond is going to be a way better choice. Right. So I, just, I took a gamble. Mm, did you win the gamble, or did you lose? I lost. So this is about the time in the afternoon. Old Ty Ty needed his beauty sleep, so he fucking curls up. Of course he did. <laughs> curls right, right in the thick of it. He would decide to just take a before nap. Richmond. Curls up in the front seat, and I got friggin' little snoring beauty next to me. Jesus Christ, we're golden, dude. I'm rolling at 87 miles an hour. You went 87, bro. I was doing 93 at one point in South Carolina because I was done. Actually, North Carolina, but I was done being in that truck. For the sake of the story, we're just going to say that you're joking. That way you no. you can't retroactively get a ticket for speeding. Yeah, no, they can't call me back. Yeah, I won't lie to you. Yeah. I don't know how the laws work. Like 93 miles an hour through North Carolina. But anyway, so we're, we're in Richmond. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go. I'm going to blow right through Richmond. We're going to be golden. Yeah. So we come up on one of those billboard signs on the orange little trolleys there, and it turns around and says, crash one mile ahead. Mm. Brutal. That's not great. Not great. Stand still. Five miles an hour for three and a half miles. 50 minutes. 45, 50 minutes to move three miles in Richmond. Oh, boy. For no fucking wreck. Nothing. Everybody just stopped three miles or four or five miles an hour. Clear day. Another sign says clear the accident scene, and everybody took off again. No wreck. Nobody off the road. Nothing in the road. Nothing. Like, everybody panicked when they saw the sign. Binders. Wadded them right up and friggin' nothing. 50 minutes. So, at this point, we clear up. I've had enough. It's like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. The only cool part was I got to roll the windows down during the traffic stop because we while we were waiting in traffic, 62 degrees. It was yeah, not m- negative 4. Mint. So we get going again. We get down in North Carolina. Weasel let us know, hey, when you're like an hour or so out, let us know where you're at, and I'll let you know where we're at. Yeah. So for anybody that doesn't know, Weasel's car was left down there at Ricky Locklear Jr.'s house Yeah. because they just raced down there in October. Yeah. So we text him and he's like, hey, we're actually like minutes away from getting to Ricky, so you might as well come here and work on the car with us for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to throw a little shade at Lightning Larry and the Wheeze right now because uh, yeah, I'm going to be careful about it. But from what just went from just a hub change, went to the entire nut and bolt check at Ricky Jr.'s facilities. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't leave. So we pulled in at 7.30 at night in Darlington, South Carolina at Ricky Locklear Jr.'s down to the deer processing plant. Yeah. Cars up on jack stands, hubs already on, and we did a nut and bolt check and a couple other tweaks here. We left there at nine forty five and we hadn't eaten dinner yet. 
I was a little hangry. Yeah, I mean, it was a good time. Yeah, it was, but I think you kind of got it. No, I understood it. I understood yeah. it. Doesn't mean I wasn't hangry. Yeah, fair. I mean, I mean, you should have stopped and grabbed some. What are you doing? Because I thought we were. Uh, I got to bring snacks. Hub dude. change. Hub change. Twenty minutes. We were gonna be in and out and who say thought, hi. We're gonna. I thought Tyler would have packed snacks or something. No, we we did not look like unsupervised children at the gas station. It was like literally a drink, breakfast, sandwich, right back on our rope. Wow. Stop for lunch. Literally grabbed lunch, fueled up, right in the road. Ate on the road. Hammered, dude. Hammered. Again, if you look it up, we made it to Darlington, South Carolina with a 50-minute, like, stoppage in 14 hours. Yeah, I was going to say, we 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 got it done. We were texting through the day. Whoa. You and Tyler. Oh, yeah. Because I did not. I did, I did. If you look, the only times I responded <laughs> is when we were at the rest areas. I did not Allegedly. text and drive. Anyway, yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. I'm, well, I mean, the group was texting. The gr- yeah, the, gr- the group Chris was, was going rapid yeah. fire for a little while, Bro, too. At one time, I looked at my phone. I had like 73 text messages. And it's literally just Tyler and Weasel going back and forth with each other. It's like... What are you guys doing? Well, they wanted everybody to read it, though. Or all of us. But yeah, well, it turns out one's just sitting in the passenger seat not doing anything. 14 hours. Didn't drive once. (laughs) Didn't drive once. (laughs) Didn't give me the opportunity. Way to be there for him there, Ty Ty. (laughs) B-Main Bobby held down the front seat. B-Main Bobby. Sitting right where he needs to sit. Right in the passenger seat. No map or nothing. (laughs) No, we had the the, uh, old GPS right up. Old Tom Tom was sitting right on the dash, ready to roll. Oh, my God. So, So, of course, here's the other funny story. So... Tyler texts Weasel and says, hey, I need an address for Ricky's. Yeah. Gives us an address. Yeah. So Which get, is in the group chat. So, Ricky, if you get a, uh, <laughs> Ricky Locklear Jr., yeah, if you get if people. You get, some T, you get some T4P merch sent your way. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Uh, don't send it there. That's his dad's house. But his dad's awesome. So, we can actually send it to him, too. But, yeah, but his dad raced. To, his, well, da- his dad. Yeah. yeah we'll touch yeah, on that yeah, a, little bit, but, a little bit. But. So, we barrel off onto this road. Yeah. Off to like this two-lane highway, 55 miles an hour. We barrel off, and then we barrel off a side road, and we pull up, and there's this house. Lights are all out. I'm like... That's not great. Look at Tyler. I'm like, we, we want to go down there. And he's like, I don't know. There was another car down there. Let's see if it opens up a little bit back there. So we kind of pull down there, and I'm like, I'm not going back there. Yeah. So we pull back to the address that Weasel sent us, and I'm like, something ain't sitting right. Lights are off. There's a floodlight on. Like... We're in the deep south at this point. Please don't go knocking. I'm not going to knock on a door at 7.30 at night. Like, this ain't happening. Yeah. So we call Weasel, and he's like, how did you guys go by us? We're, like, right off the highway. We're right off the little road, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, whatever. Okay, the bozo sent us his dad's address, and they were at the deer processing plant down the road. So right when we turned off, if we had just, of course, Tyler and I bullshitting, karaoke on the way, whatever we were doing. (laughs) Literally, when we pulled off, if we had looked, there was, it said Locklear Deer Processing processing uh well garage door was open we didn't pay attention that there was a four vermont sitting right there yeah that would have been a dead giveaway yeah should have so we got there and ricky's got a couple cars in there one's you know all four tires are flat it's just sitting there it's a camaro street stock there's another what i would call up here it would probably be comparable to a late model uh that one's sitting there with the front horns just about damn near knocked off of them it's great first impression Florence, I guess he uh, he, as he put it, ran out of talent on a restart and looped it all on his own on a restart down in Florence or lap one or something. Okay, happens. Whole field goes by him, except for the guy running dead last. Yeah, just piles right into him. Yeah, classic. Yeah, we'll touch on that some more here in yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So classic. 
we go there we had a good time you know i got to meet Rick, ricky locklear jr i got to meet his dad ricky locklear senior and for anybody that's watched any race at dillon south carolina the new year's bash last three or four years the locklears are always the ones and then wayne i'm assuming again not trying to and again if one of you guys listen to it want to correct me i'm assuming wayne's some sort of relative locklear is not really a yeah pop it's not smith or jones or yeah. whatever yeah so we hang out there we leave like 9 30 we had to travel half an hour back to dillon so darlington's past dylan so we gotta go back to the hotel we get to the hotel we all walk across the street to the truck stop where the wendy's are we eat wendy's we go back in and we had beer sponsored by fireside beverage that we had with us nice and uh we did not drink a single one on thursday night well it was time to go night night yeah yeah i mean that's a long trip so we go to bed we get up the next morning and uh, Lightning and Weasel took off of the racetrack. They're gone. And Greg Benson, one of their one of their other crew guys, very fantastic group of guys. They take off the racetrack. Seven a.m. They're gonna be there. All right, we'll meet you there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting me some breakfast. Yeah, Daddy needs some. Yeah. couple hours. It's so we get up six thirty. Tie on, take showers, head over to the Waffle House down in Dillon, South Carolina. Ooh, I bet you it was good. Too. It was. It was fantastic. Yeah, oh yeah, I got a uh, something about Southern Waffle House. Yeah, it was like uh, home fries, not home fries, were they hash hash, hash browns, browns with scrambled eggs, sausage, and a little Tabasco sauce on the top of it. Yeah. Perfect. Did Tyler get chicken and waffles? No, he did not. He got the same thing I did. That's too bad. Plus a breakfast sandwich. <laughs> He's looking after that left side weight. Yeah. New year, new me, right, Ty? So we're sitting there, and as soon as we walk in, actually, um, yeah, Alan Snide, who I bought my headset off of, right. was sitting at the table. Yeah. And I'm drawing a blank, and I'm so sorry when you listen to this dude. I know you're going to message me. Uh-oh. Green slits car owner. Quadros. Tony Quadros was sitting there with him. How do you forget? I know. It's I was the with the guy all weekend. Yeah, he <laughs> commented 9,000 times. I know. It was Facebook great. Page. So so Quadros and oh Snide rode down God. together. So they were sitting there. So Snide spotted for Renfrew this weekend. And Quadros was down there just helping out Renfrew and Snide or whatever. So they're sitting there at the Waffle House, of course. Yeah. The old friggin' bickering started right at right at the waffle. I was like, ah, we'll see you boys in the B man. Ah, we're just going back and forth, just you know, riding each other. So they turn around and we're they're getting ready to leave. And Snide goes, "Well, what time?" And I'm like, "We're heading right when we leave here. Like the boys are already there. Like gates don't open until nine, boys. What are you doing? Yeah, it's like seven thirty at this point. You're not gonna spend an hour and a half at the waffle house, like." I don't know. They're there, so we're just we're gonna go there. Like I, I don't think the gates open at nine, so we roll up. Yeah, this whole line of trailers down the road yeah, going bet. into the racetrack. I'm I like, bet. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, all these guys have trailers, so I'm gonna blow by them on the left and go mm-hmm. park the truck. Mm-hmm. Well, Dylan, the gate to get in to even park for the grandstands is locked. You have to go through the gate to get to. Oh, so you look like a dickhead. Oh, dickhead. yeah. I barrel right by everybody. Classic whoa, Yankee whoa, move. Yeah, well, bang. That's the good funny. news is like eight more people piled in behind us, so we yeah. were fine. Yeah. And we sat out there, and again, for people that picked on me from that picture that Trevor Rock tags uh, Tyler and I in. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I'm going to clue you in right now. Yeah. At 23 degrees, whether you're up north or down south, is still fucking yeah, cold. It's still 23 degrees. It's still 23 degrees. Doesn't matter. Yeah. So it was 21 or 22 degrees when we showed up to the racetrack on Friday morning. Yeah. And we sat outside for like an hour, and they finally opened it up. And so, again, it's hard to describe, but the, the track itself actually sits down. Okay. It's in a bowl. Yeah. 
So when you come into the racetrack with a tra- trailer, you go up, it plateaus, and then right down the embankment into the racetrack. So again, Weasel left his stuff at Ricky Locklear's. Yep. So Locklear, you had Junior on one side, Senior on the other, and they saved a spot for Weasel in between the two of them, so that way he had a decent parking spot. Right. So we they wail it right in there. We unload the car, everything else. Then Ricky Locklear's crew starts unloading their trailer. Junior or senior? Junior. Okay. Junior starts unloading their trailer. Okay. They had a stacker. Ooh. Like, not a pretend one. Like a real deal stacker? Like, we're talking the ramp that goes up to the top. They rolled a Camaro out onto the ramp, Ooh. right down to the ground, and how rolled many, one off. How many street stacks are they rolling with? That, they only had one in the trailer. Hauling a stacker? With it what? was fantastic. Fantastic, because they had a spotter's little thing up on top oh. of said stacker. Right. So I actually spotted practice, qualifying, practice, and practice from up on top of the stacker. Fantastic. Didn't have to cross the track. That's sick. Didn't have to be lonely over there by myself. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. The one picture you got of you spotting is you look pretty lonely. Yeah, well, that was during a mini stock race. Yeah, which I still looked picked up, picked up a mini stock <laughs> spot in Java. I was down there. You spotted during. I the spotted race. A, yeah, I spotted a mini stock down there. We can get to that. How, yeah, how did we not talk about? Oh, sorry. Yeah, we'll yeah, get no, to we're that fine. after. Yeah, so we unload the car. Yeah, we unload the car. Oh, Tech came over, gave it once over on the car, and squared things up, and yeah. put her up on jack stands, and we sat there. So Weasel and I sat down, and you know, I've, I've never spotted for Weasel. So to be fair, literally, the yeah. very first time I spot for him is at Dillon, South Carolina. A track I've never seen, been yeah. to, nothing. Never yeah. seen a race or a lap turn there. Yeah. So we sat down and we went over, you know, big thing with racers and everybody can kind of vouch for this is lingo, you know. Does looking mean they're there or does that mean they're already underneath yeah. you? You know, whatever. So we figured out what we wanted to say. And I think in one of the videos that I posted, it actually it. we actually talked about it and whatever. No big deal. And so we literally all day on Friday made eight lap runs. That's it. That's all we did all day. Go out for eight laps. Come in, make a change. Go out for eight laps. Right back in, make a change. So they told us in the driver's meeting on Friday morning that they were not going to run race monitor. Oof. Correct. So not only am I spotting to make sure that he's okay and not going to get in somebody else's shit during practice because I can tell you right now that there was some shit during practice. Yeah. I was running the stopwatch too. Trying to do... Oh, yeah, lap time. Trying to do both. So we get all done. We go out to dinner. We get back to the hotel and Dylan posts the top 10 speeds because they were running race monitor. They just didn't put it out for everybody else. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Made a couple changes. Just, you know, track was this, track was that. Still, again, cold as shit. It yeah. got to like 36 degrees. The problem was the 36 degrees also came with like a 10 mile an hour headwind. Yeah. So it was Risk. colder. Yeah. Risk. Yeah. Friday, whatever. We loaded, we loaded the old girl up in a box, tuck her away for the night and went to some Jabloak friggin buffet thing. Not uh, Golden Crow. Oh, not Golden Crow. No, this one was right in downtown Dillon. I've always wanted to go to one. Yeah, so listen, so we went to this uh we went to this buffet down in Dillon. Yeah. So the sign looks pretty good. All the pictures online, all the reviews. Looks great. So we wheel in there, fourteen of us wheel into this friggin' buffet at like eight o'clock at night. All right. I'm sure they loved you. Oh, they were Southern hospitality, man. Fourteen of you at eight o'clock at night? They didn't close till ten. 
Okay. So it wasn't that big of a deal. All right. So we roll in there. Everybody goes through, pays their bill, gets their drink. We go sit down. We go back up. The only source of protein slash meat, whatever you want to say, was country fried chicken. That's it. If you wanted steak, you had to special order it. If you wanted prime rib, you had to special order it. So literally, it was like sides in country fried chicken. That's good for the cholesterol. Yeah, and I'm going to speak out of turn for Weasel, but me and Weasel had a rough night Friday night. I bet you did. Yep. I bet you did. It was was not pretty. (laughs) I bet. It was rough. And then what also did not help on Friday night was the party that may have ensued back at the hotel may or may not have been in Tyler's room. Tyler and I's room. Oh, boy. Uh, do you remember how much of adult beverages you handed us? I do. How much was it? Well, it was uh, it was a 18, of course. It was a six-pack of Angry. It was a, uh, it was a decent handle of Fireball. It was uh, Twisted Teas. Twisted Teas for Weasel. And tru- Trulies. Trulies. Trulies okay. lemonades for you. So we put all those in the refrigerator Thursday night when we got down there so they were cold for the weekend. Right. So John Dole, who's my cousin, I'm going to have to apologize, John, his girlfriend, her son, her son's friend, Johnny's son, me, Tyler, Homer, and Nichelle, all in our room. Mm. Okay. How did that go? Everybody was drinking silver bullets besides me and Weasel. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. Interesting though. It is. And then there may have been a mason jar uh, getting thrown around in that room. Okay. I did not partake in the mason jar. It's probably a smart move. It was a smart move. I knew that we had qualified and some shit we needed to do on Saturday. So I was like, "Mm, whatever. Yeah. So there may have also been about a Kool-Aid, like those gigantic Kool-Aid jugs. It's like two and a half gallons or whatever. Mm -hmm. There may have been one of those also that had some stuff that you'd put in like apple juice. Or tasted like apples, supposedly. Okay. That yeah. was in it. That was yeah. liquid. That yeah. was... Yeah. yeah, I got you. Pretty potent. We're on the same page here. Yeah, so that was all getting thrown around. Some silver bullets got thrown around. A couple Trulies, a couple Twisted Tees, and man, I, I was beat to begin with, and then yeah. everybody just hung out, which I'm going to give a shout out, actually. Brandon, let me look up Brandon's last name, because he, uh, he was there hanging out with... Um, John Dole's son and stuff and oh my god the kid is phenomenal at taking pictures yeah you tagged him he tagged himself thank god oh Jaden Jaden tagged his buddy and it's Brandon let me I gotta pull up Weasel's page because Weasel reposted it today the kid did some amazing amazing work Brandon Zumbeck okay Okay. Shout out. Yeah, he took some phenomenal. Yeah, uh, phenomenal. I that one's him. awesome. Yeah, that one's The look sick. in his eyes. You know what that picture reminds me? So, if it, those of you that can't see, obviously, we're looking at a picture of Chris Weasel sitting in the car with his helmet with the visor up. You know what that picture reminds me of? Do you remember in May when Sammy won the mod race at Manadnock? Yeah. And they have a picture in, of Sammy in the car with a turn four podcast yeah. hat on? That's exactly what that reminds me. You know, I bet you pay some money, you could have a fireside beverage sticker across that visor. Dude, you guys need to stop <laughs> signing me up for shit, man. You guys need to stop signing me up for sponsorships, dude. I'm like, I'm, we're having a fucking go of it right now, so. 
you guys need to let me, <laughs> let me figure this whole thing out here. Yeah. For a couple months, but. But, uh, yeah, the kid took a, took some great pictures and, yeah, you know, it was great to, he actually took your, your picture that you wanted. The fireside picture. He did, yeah. Which will be hung up at the liquor store that we just purchased. Come visit me, 31 Depot Avenue in Windsor, Vermont. We took over the old Windsor Wine and Spirits. We're going to be hanging that picture up right above the cash register. All right. Little selfless plug. Right yeah. There. So we waited until Friday night. All of us wore fireside beverage t-shirts to the racetrack yes, for the day. Yes, you did. To be fair, ninety percent of them were covered up by sweatshirts all day, except for mine. It I wore cold. my I wore my fireside beverage sweatshirt. It was cold. I get it. On top of my fireside beverage it's t-shirt, I was repping you, man. All I wanted out of that whole thing was one picture that I can hang up in the store, and I got it. Yeah. So, so we got all done, and uh, we actually went over to one of the guys and said, "Hey, can we push the car back out?" Mm-hmm. on the racetrack to get a picture so we were trying to figure it out the way the sun was setting everything else whether we did it on the front stretch with like the flag stand and the announcer's tower behind us or the way we did it we obviously chose the way we did it but yeah. we went out there after the night was done drove the car out took the picture and we, we had to get one of our sponsors in there you helped us yeah. out you gave us beer you were yeah and and weasel and i just real quickly want to say that chris has been one of our biggest supporters since like day one Chris, of the whole beer store thing. And Chris Chris reposts everything. Everything, man. Everything, dude. And he started doing it with like I didn't ask him to do that. Yeah. He just was like That man is a PR dream yeah. as far as getting his sponsors he's out there. Great. And he's great for like small local business stuff because he pushes it so much and he's willing to spend because obviously I'm not as cheap as a Walmart, right? Right, yeah. But he's yeah, like, yeah, dude, yeah. I'll give you I'll, I'll spend yeah, a couple extra dollars but if to it's be local. But to be fair, you maybe we'll call it two bucks, right? We'll just call it two yeah, bucks roughly. on you know two dollars yeah, on whatever yeah. he's drinking that night. Yeah, yeah. But to be fair, where he lives, it's way easier to go to your shop than it is to come all the way to Claremont or yeah. wherever to go get yeah. it somewhere else. Yeah. But why don't we shout out one of our sponsors? Will we? Yeah, let's do it. Apex Racing, located at 972 West Swansea Road in Swansea, New Hampshire, wants to remind you that their doors remain open Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And don't forget that Apex Racing is a Spafco race chassis dealer. Apex Racing is product from All-Star Performance, Wildwood, Sweet, Quartermaster, Powermaster, Longacre, Campfire, Suit, Helmets, Honda Races, and much, much more. Apex Racing, we'll see you in Victory Lane. To be fair, he really is a absolute just PR yeah. dream. So the, the guys, family, man, the guys from uh, Race in America came over. Yeah, so let's talk about that little tidbit because that sprung up. That was not planned. That was not planned. So for everybody that was out there, so basically what ended up happening is Race in America reached out to Chris, right, and said, "Hey, you're you're coming from a long ways away. Here's a free pass for you for a family member or a friend or whatever to watch the race, which he gifted to you. Which thank you very much, Christopher. I appreciate it. Yep. And thank you, Racing America, for putting it on. So. Not only does he do that, but then he jokingly, so I send the message back in the group chat, and I'm like, hey, ask him if Terraform Podcast yeah. can have one to give out. So I asked for one, <laughs> yeah. like one. Here we go. We'll, we'll throw one out. Yeah. They gave him three. Yeah. And, you know, they asked, you know, just if you could tag us or you could yeah. like some stuff. So every post I posted this week yeah. and you saw it was always, you know, oh, presented. Yeah. Da, 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 da. So it was, all, it, was, it was a great time. I mean... <laughs> They were great. They had um, cameras all over the place. They had like two cameras up on the announcer's tower, one down in turn one. They had a guy roaming around or whatever. So they're coming around doing the Friday interviews or whatever, and so they stop at Weasel's. So Weasel turns around. He's at the end of his car. Car's up on jack stands, and the guy says, hey, can, can you got a minute? He goes, one second, and he walks away from the guy. Okay, whatever. I didn't think anything of it. 
goes in, hops up into his car, reaches across, and grabs his turn four podcast hat, throws that bad boy on, and goes, now I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Uh, he had it on an intros too. Yeah, so yeah. easily could have just nope. Yeah, let's yeah. just do the interview. Made sure to pull time. Took the hat out, put it on, and then I I loved it. So I reposted the video so anybody can go back and look. And I posted something, and it's like driver interviews or whatever. Yeah, they zoom in on the Chris Riendo. If you need excitement, I'm your man. Yeah, like how fantastic <laughs> is that? If you can't win the show, be the show. Be the show. Yeah, dude. So we were pretty, like I said, we were pretty happy with the car. I shouldn't say we. Weasel was pretty happy with the car. Yep. Um, we go up Saturday morning, and he made a couple changes. We went out, and it, it wasn't, I don't want to say it wasn't right. Because we were like P, P7 first thing Saturday morning or something like that. First yeah, practice, we were like P7, like P8. So we were pretty happy. Kind of knew that you were probably going to have to run a three to put it in the show. Mm-hmm. Kind of figured that. Uh, Tumbleson went out and put like a 17-8 down. Yeah. Wayne Lock, uh, excuse me, Ricky Locklear Sr. went out and put like a 17-6 down. Like they were in their own zip code. So I was like, yeah. we're not worried about those three or four guys. We're worried about, you know, whatever back. Yeah. Went out for the second practice, and we were, I don't want to say we were dog shit, but we were like 28th on the speed charts. Yeah, that's what thats what Tyler was saying. He's like, yeah, it's a little, a little slow, but it's a little loose or something. <laughs> but to be fair, a lot of other guys use that as the entire scuff session for their race tires. Right. We went out at the end and scuffed the tires. We didn't put a, put very many laps on them, knowing that we were hopefully going to have a 100-lap feature on them. Yeah. So I was like, all right, we should gain some time. So we're okay. So like you know, Quadros came down and was like, "Hey, you know, Jimmy turned his his lap, but we also threw race tires on it." So you know, yeah. you know, like I said, Snide and them guys were pretty good about it or whatever. So they made a couple more changes before qualifying. They actually reverted the car back to Friday night. Okay, took everything out that they did all day Saturday and went back to Friday night, figuring the temperature was going to drop, it was going to be close, da 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 da. Yeah. So we waited and waited like you even commented in the group chat because there was no order you didn't pill draw you went and lined up really go when you go you go that's that's all you got when you get in line you get in line so it was cold so it's like 39 degrees at that point windy so it's cold ricky locklear senior had a salamander heater in his trailer Mm -hmm. with his four race tires sitting right in front of the salamander heater bet Hey, he did. whatever. Other guys had torpedo heaters stuffed underneath their cars with the car cover on, trying to hold heat into it. Like, everybody was trying something. Yeah. So, Weasel and I sat down, and I'm like, dude, the, the number one thing you got to do when you get out there. So, what they basically did is you went out on the racetrack, you came by the flag stand, and you had what they called a dead lap. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. And then you took the green. Okay? So, I'm like, all right, dude. You need to spend that first three quarters of lap cranking that thing back and forth to get some heat in those tires. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So... Ricky Locklear Sr. did all that heating up, prep, blah, 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 blah. Goes out there. They left him out there for 15 minutes before they opened up qualifying. Oh, boy. So everything he just did. Just got iced. Just got iced. Called the timeout right before the 50-yarder. That sucks. So he struggled. A lot of front runners struggled. So I'm, like, sitting there watching the speeds, and I'm like, man, people are getting fucking slower. Yeah. We're in trouble. Yeah. I legitimately thought we were in trouble. Yeah. So then I want to say one of the guys on the inside row, so they lined everybody up on the outside row. They lined up everybody in the inside row. We got boxed in, so we put the car down. And then they came around and started yelling at everybody, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, all right, 
put the car down. We got in line, and we got right behind Ricky Jr. Mm-hmm. Ricky Jr. goes out, puts it on the board for P20. There's only three cars behind us. I counted them. I was watching the whole time. Like, that was my job on the spotter stand was to figure out where everybody was. So I knew as long as we qualified 16th or better. We were in. We were in. Yeah. So Weasel goes out. And again, on the audio. All right, bud. Get some heat in the tires. Just do you, bud. I didn't say anything. Not my job. Yeah. At that point. It's all in Chris's hands. It's, it was in Chris's hands. Yeah. He goes out, gets it warmed up, takes his dead lap, takes the green flag. He goes down in turn one and two and goes on a four-wheel slide up the hill. I'm like, oh, yeah. Goes down in turn three and four. Four Four-wheel slide right up the hill. Mm. P29. Yeah. Didn't say a word. Yeah. Tyler turned around and looked at me and it would, (laughs) yee. So I'm watching, 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 and I watched him coming off of turn two, and he was stable off of turn two. A little loose, but stable. Got a good run down the back stretch, goes down in turn three and four, and it's stuck. All right, boy. All right, we're golden. Comes off of turn four, goes across the start finish line, goes down in one. Bing! Race monitor finally pulls up. P12, baby. Yeah. We're in the show. In like Flynn. We're in the show, so it's it's golden. So then they pull the top 20 cars had to go through tech. Yeah. So, dude, Tech was a goddamn nightmare down there. It, by the sounds of it. It really wasn't. So listen. <laughs> so Roe in the black zero car, yeah, puts it on the pin by a boatload. Yeah, it had an MSD ignition box, which was against the rule, and there was something either wrong with the headers. I believe. Uh, excuse me, the intake. Yeah. Something wrong with the intake. Yeah. Sorry, you're bounced. It's yeah, it's it's, it's rules, in the rules. rules the rules are yeah. rules. I get it. It wasn't like. You know what I mean? It wasn't like it was like something stupid or something minuscule, like legit in the rule books, point blank. And I'll tell you what, we rolled through and we didn't know he got bounced yet. Mm-hmm. We rolled through. They took the hood off. They took the carburetor. They took the air cleaner off. They're checking this. They're checking that. They had a flashlight in Weasel's car looking for traction control. They were looking for this. They were looking for that. Roll up on the scales. Guy says, you guys are good to go. See ya. So we rolled out. We're sitting there, and Ricky Jr.'s car owner, crew chief, I don't know who the guy was. They talked to us like we were long-lost best friends. He's like, he's out. He's out. He's out. I'm like, who the hell are you talking about? He goes, zero. All right. So he's DQ'd. So as you know, being at a racetrack, grumbling start. Yeah. Well, he's not the only one. He ain't the only one. He ain't Bob. the only one. And Twitter took off like a fucking wild. Start. So we actually heard that the 97 got bounced, too, that yellow 97. That's what we heard was the yellow 97 got bounced. Oh, okay. For having something wrong. Right. Neither here nor there. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We heard rumor that the the spacer on the carburetor was not the approved one, but it was just an oversight, told him to change it. I don't know if that's true. All rumors at the racetrack. So besides the point, but that's who we had heard was the second car being bounced. Right. And then the grumbling started the third car being yeah, bounced. Which is the big one. To, which, to us. And which, well, to me, anyway. Which was Jimmy Renfrew Jr. Yeah, that double zero. He went out and laid a lick to he third, was third, second, fourth, third, third, or fourth. Yeah, he was up towards the top of the board. So And that bad boy was Olin. So we heard he gets bounced. So again, don't. For, for what? So we don't know yet at okay. this point. Race in America pops up. Roe gets bounced for uh, MSD ignition yeah, box. Ignition box, yeah. And is sent home. Yeah. So the reason why, folks, if anybody watched that was confused as to why Jimmy Jr. got to start the B main and Roe wasn't, Roe was bounced because he would have had to change the ignition and the motor. Yeah. <laughs> okay. To be fair, earlier on Friday, he got handed a $100 bill for being the long haul guy. 
mm-hmm. over 1,200 miles to go down there with the wrong motor and wrong ignition box in the car. That's not great. So. Not good. He gets bounced. Yeah. Then we hear officially. Double zero gets bounced from yeah. tech. Yeah. So, Jimmy Jr. got bounced for having a water bottle full of lead in the car. Yo, what a gangster move. Okay. So I'm sitting there at this point, and I'm watching the uh, oh, I love you, Jimmy. The AR Challenger series. I'm watching those guys up with Tyler. So I, you know, my wife's watching it at home on yeah. on Racing America with Jimmy and Heather. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, rumor, rumor has it the Double Zero just got bounced. She's like, for what? So yeah. I said, water bottle full of lead on the right side of the car. Yeah. So again, for anybody that you know, oh, he's you know skirting the rules. He's doing this. He's doing that. So if you read a rule book, lead has to be mounted in the car. Yeah, a water bottle is not mounted in the car. It's free floating. It can become a projectile. It's really a safety issue more than anything else. I know. Roll your eyes all you want, but it's Come fine, on, bro. Who are you trying to kid? <laughs> so listen. So I turn around, and I won't use names. But I text Heather because Kim had left at that point. So I text Heather and I'm like, hey, this is what Jimmy Jr. got bounced for. Yeah. And she goes, oh, it sounds like a crew chief I used to know in the late 80s, early 90s yeah. that used to be around a racetrack. Yeah, it sounds like Pepsi cans, bro. It sounds like Pepsi cans. Sounds like Pepsi cans. I'm like, well, to be fair, the one thing apparently he's got better than Jimmy Jr. is he didn't get caught. <laughs> I mean, I mean, dude, that's... But, yeah. So then... Uh, and we love you, Jimmy. And again... I was pulling for you. And again, mean. the rumor has it, it wasn't even in the water bottle holder, which is kind of what tipped the tech guy off oh it, the bottle wasn't in it the was water sitting bottle. on the floorboard uh, that and here's number two yeah it's 34 degrees you're going out there to make a three lap run why do you have a water bottle in the car yeah uh, yeah i mean and the worst part is is we heard they were good on weight yeah they were good without the water bottle bro so he gets bounced no big deal so he's got to come from the b main yeah, from the back too. From the rear, yeah, of, the from the rear of the B main, which Ron Barfield, who runs a racetrack down there, decided that for the second year in a row he was going to split up the B main instead of sticking thirty-four race cars out there because that would have been um, a yeah, melee. That would have been stupid. So, anyways, for the rest of the day on Saturday, so we go out and we watch the Air Challenger Series, which was a halfway decent race, and yeah. the Legends Car Race was halfway decent, and uh, I think the U Car Race or something like that. We went down there for, and mm. we were up in the grandstands, and we leave and. At this point, it's like 8.30 at night. We leave. Ended up at uh, the Golden Corral again. 9.30 at night. We just pull in. So Longhorn had like a three-hour wait. Freaking Texas Roadhouse had like a two-and-a-half-hour wait. I don't know what it is about you Southerners, but every place closing at fucking 10 o'clock is just bullshit on a Saturday night. Bro, I don't know how you can say that. We live in a city where nothing's open past 8. I, I don't leave my house past 8, so I don't care. But when I was That's down fair. there, I was out and about, and I, I was hungry, and I wanted a good sit-down yeah. meal, and everything yeah, was closed yeah. or jam-packed. For sure. So we call over to the... So Homer ends up calling down to the Golden Corral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're open until 10. We roll in there, 14 of us, at 9.30 at night, and they close at 10 o'clock. What, were you picking through scraps? Yeah, I bet. It was awful. Yeah. Um... That's tough. No, like pizza joints or like anything? Dude, you don't go fucking 900 miles to go eat at a tree, But I'm just saying like 930 at night, would you rather have a nice hot pizza or would you rather pick a fucking food that's been... Golden Corral was going to be awesome. They're always... 930 at night, then closes at 10. What do you think? You're going to get fresh food? Filet mignon. That's what I was figuring. So we go in there. going to the gas station and buying sushi. You're just... You're dumb. Yeah, so we turn around and, you know, we pick through the food and went back to the... Went back to the uh, hotel. Yeah. I honestly figured we were going to have a repeat of Friday night. 
Everybody was going to come in our room. We were going to drink some of that clear liquid and some of that stuff that tastes like apple pie and yeah. all that other stuff. Luckily, we were all spanked. We got to the racetrack at like 7.30 in the morning. It's like freaking 10.45 at this point. Yeah, it's longer than a work day. Oh, yeah. We got a big day ahead of us tomorrow because we're in the A-Main. Yeah. We ain't no B-Main Bobby here, so we're going to go right for the A-Main, and we're ready to roll. <laughs> Shots fired. Yeah. So we get up Saturday or Sunday morning. Again, take our time getting to the racetrack because not a lot going on. da 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 Yeah. Go sit down in the driver's meeting. I listen to the driver's meeting. Same shit that it was on Friday. Same shit that it was on Saturday. You can't win the race on lap one. I've watched guys here for years junk their cars in the B-Main and not even make it. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So we're all hanging out. <clears throat> Cody LeBlanc comes over. Run with him with the NAP series with Casagrande and all those guys on Thursday nights on iRacing. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, what are you doing today? Fuck you think I'm doing, bro? <laughs> what do you mean? What am I doing? Eating bologna sandwiches. Yeah, eating bologna sandwiches. Well under, unless you want to go by the whole team. And then if we go by the whole team, we had probably like 30-something between the 14 of us. Bro, I knew. There's no way. Dude, 15 yeah. bologna sandwiches is I th- ridiculous. I think we would have been all right if they'd been open all day on Friday, but they were only open for like four hours on Friday. Bro, you guys need some substance. Yeah. 15 bologna sandwiches. It's yeah, fucking it, ridiculous. They were fantastic. But anyways. I bet you your hotel room smelled like... Oh, it, it was not good. Yeah, that Southern hospitality food did not do me any good. But anyways. Gross, yeah. So Cody goes, what are you doing today? Like, what the fuck do you think I'm doing? Spotting. Yeah. Like, what? He's like, hey, I got a buddy down here. Come up, come down from New York. Yeah. He's running the mini stock race. It's just him and his dad here. So if his dad goes up in the spotter saying he has an issue, he's got nobody. Can you spot for him? Sure. No problem. Yeah. 60 lap Carolina mini stock race. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Cody looks at me and goes, you ever spotted here before? Nope, not once. He goes, well, you got to warm up now. Yeah. So we had a couple rounds of practice, and then the B-Mains rolled out. And that first B-Main rattled off some laps pretty quick. They rattled off 12, 13 laps out of 25 of them. Mm-hmm. And then the next nine laps took about 35 minutes, it felt like, yeah. as they stacked up some fucking equipment. Dude, it was a wreck fest. And then, which I believe the first one, that was the one Jimmy Jr. was in. Correct. He drove from 17th to 4th, missed it by one spot. One spot. And I thought he was going to ship him right Well, the so the, pro- the, the problem is, is of course, when you when I just tell you one of the tra- trailers next to us is a stacker, they've got fucking motorhomes on the backstretch. Yeah. We can't. We can only see coming off of four mm-hmm. and going into one. Mm-hmm. We lose the entire backstretch. So we're all just you just waiting for him to come around and see what's going on. You're just waiting, 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 waiting. Mm-hmm. And, again, we see him come off a of turn four, and he wasn't within striking distance at that point, so you knew he missed it. So then B-Main number two rolls out, which has got Ricky Locklear Jr. in it, two-time New Year's Bash winner. Yeah. Multiple-time winner, Dylan. Yeah. Ricky Locklear Sr. in it, one races down there in bunch. So the cool part is um, – for people that watch the show or watch the race, those old school Camaros that were out there, like that white one that Ricky was driving yeah. and the orange one that Ricky Sr. was driving, those are true steel-bodied race cars. The fenders are steel. The rear quarters are steel. The deck lids are steel. That's sick. Steel. They are steel-bodied Classic. race cars. So they go out there, and Ricky Jr. was laying the wood to him in that second B-Main. Mm-hmm. Threw a rod, blew the motor up. Yeah, died. Completely died. On blew, the blew the motor up. Yeah. So that kind of sucks. But Ricky Sr. was fighting his way forward, ends up in a melee in a front stretch, mm-hmm. bounces off the right, bounces, which from where we stood didn't look like he hit the wall, didn't look like he hit the outside wall. 
car came in, he hit he it a did. ton. Yeah, he hit it a ton. What we saw was that green 13 come in at the Bro. very last minute. F- Dude, can we talk about that That's, real quick? Yeah, I was hoping to get you fired up. I texted the group when I watched that. There's a solid now. I, I may just be talking reckless right now, but there's a solid three to four seconds before the car, the 13 hit is stopped. And the third stopped just, at the entrance of one. Yeah, just stopped completely. Stopped. He did the not. The wreck is over. He was fine. He was fine. He was waiting to fire the car back up, and that thirteen just drove smack dab into him. I was like, "Who was spotting for the 13? And what did I say? Nobody. Nobody. Old school, bro. So that's Come a on. that's a full steel body race car. Okay. So everything on it's steel besides the b- bumper covers. Yeah. So it just looks old school. Yeah. Okay. Right. He's got the old school Kirky seat in it with no head surrounds, no rib supports, no, no just old school aluminum race seat in it. Yeah. A fucking open face helmet and bubble goggles. <laughs> uh, classic. That I mean, dude, this that right there, that right there, is part of the big reason I think street stock should run should have spot listen I'm gonna get up on my soapbox for about six seconds and I'm gonna be done okay radios are not as expensive as they once were fact everybody in my mind should be running with radios to prevent shit like that fact make your spotter listen to race control to control your lineups fact and if they are being used inappropriately throw the spotter out fact throw them out for a week if i'm sitting there but making weasel block and again at the end of the day i'm going to tell you right now i don't have the fucking wheel in my hands and we i can gonna, yeah i can tell him everything i want block the low line they're coming block the high line yeah. we could act like we're at daytona don't fucking care he's the one with his ass in the seat in the steering wheel in his hands he can choose to listen to me or he could choose not to it's not my problem and that's just my soapbox. I, I think everybody from a pure stock up should have them just because at that point, it, it, it prevents the stupidity of that wreck with Ricky Locklear Sr. Like you said, yeah. you could have counted four Mississippis and he, he gets he gets clobbered. Yeah. I mean, again, clobbered. I don't know if I can call it stupidity. But it is because the dude, people need to realize when they're racing that there's shit past their hood pins. Well, it's hard to... It's- <laughs> There's a whole that. other world past your he hood just, He stopped. And I was like, oh, okay. We're good. We're good. Whoa, boom. And it was loud. Yeah. I, I was like, what? I looked away because the wreck was over. Yeah. And yeah. I heard the pop. And you look and just steam coming out of that green 13. I, I remember grabbing my phone and being, you know what it was? It's a number. The 13. And, and a green, green range car. Yeah, it's green. It's With red numbers. What are we fucking? The Grinch? <laughs> Not great, dude. It's, <laughs> It's not a good look. Green car, 13. But, uh, again, uh, we don't need to beat a dead horse, but that's that right there is like a big and thing of like, man, we should just be running radios. And, uh, and honestly, I can afford a radio and I don't even race just to listen to it. It's like, come bro, on. A radio? Come so, on. again, so I'll tell you this. So, we'll sidebar here for a little bit. Like so, again, everybody has like seen in the, the New England racing chatter and all that other stuff that Bill yeah. Callen passed away, one of the trackside radio guys. Yeah. Pre, you know, out of the blue, didn't suffer. It was very quick. Whatever he had, I don't know, some sort of medical issue. Mm-hmm. So I went down there because I didn't know the track's frequency. So I walked over with my radio, and I, I walked over with the trailer that says trackside communication. So I turn around, I'm like, hey, can you program race control into my radio? guy says yeah come on in so again i'm expecting to pay 15 20 bucks for him to add one channel it is what it is but at that point i needed it no big deal yeah 
So the guy gets talking to me. So he's actually partners with Bill Callen. He's coming up to grab all of Bill's stuff to resell it and try to recoup yeah. some money that Bill had in it to help out his wife and everything else or whatever. Uh-huh. But, bro, he had brand new mag ones. Brand new. That he'll program for you. 100 bucks. That's no, I shouldn't saying. say. I shouldn't. Let me rephrase that. I don't think they're brand new. Brand new refurbished. So they're Whatever. they're in working order. They're cleaned up with a charger. Blah blah blah. So you're two hundred dollars into two radios. In car kits, two hundred bucks, and then a headset's probably another two hundred. So for six hundred dollars, you can outfit a spotter and the driver. You can't sit there and tell me all the way down to the pier stocks that guys have not spent six hundred dollars in more stupid ways than what I would consider a safety thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm right there with you. I think it's a safety thing too, and I think it just saves everybody such a. F- it saves equipment. Hassle. It saves equipment because shit like that doesn't happen. I don't get it. But, I don't get it. But I'm not whatever. It yeah, is what it is. And he <laughs> wasn't my equipment. I don't he care. he wasn't the only one. Yeah, that's what you were saying. There was plenty of them. Yeah. There was probably, you know, 15, 20 of them that didn't have radios all weekend. It's just unfortunate. And, like, imagine if that was Chris, right? You traveled all that way. To watch him get clobbered by the last place guy? Yeah, who, and Chris was at a dead stop. Yeah. It was like going down to Monadnock, and Benny was at a dead stop. And we get clobbered from behind. get smacked from behind. Now imagine making that trip all the way down to Dillon and having that happen. How pissed would you be? Heads would have rolled. Oh, like Chris would (laughs) have came out of that car so fucking quick. I would have, I would have promised you that the Rando clan would have, would have handled that right then and there. Which arms would have been thrown all over the place. Larry would have walked through his shirt again. I know. Another side note. Love Ro- you later. Ron, Ron Barfield, again, owns a racetrack, race promoter, whatever. Turns around on Friday and he says, listen, there will be no fighting at my racetrack. Bullshit. Happens all the time down there from the rumors I hear. Right. Well, allegedly it happens. Allegedly, yeah. So he's like, listen, I don't want fighting. You know, Dillon County Sheriff's are down here. This is down here. That's down here. We're going to prevent this. We're going to prevent that. Da-da-da-da. And he goes on a soapbox from that. But he, and then at the end of it, he goes, but... If you get the absolute need that you just need to slap somebody <laughs> and you just absolutely cannot stop yourself from slapping somebody, bring it right out on the front stretch. Yeah, Make sure all those people stretch. get to see it first. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, so the B, so the rest of the B main kind of goes uneventful because they took out quite a few cars in that pile up. Yeah. And uh, Jesus, dude. Whatever, you know, no big deal. And so then I pop up onto the spotter stand for the mini stock race, Carolina mini stocks, 60 laps. Mm-hmm. Again, I talked to this kid for about six seconds while I grabbed the radio. He's like, hey, man, just do you, and I'll, I'll adjust, and we'll figure it out. I'm like, okay. <laughs> sounds good, buddy. Yeah, it sounds good. <laughs> so these poor guys, had, uh, they, had, they had fought a very loose condition with the car all weekend. So he's like, you know, we're kind of taking it easy. We threw a bunch of stuff at it, blah, blah, blah. So there was like 28, 29 cars. He fired off like 19, and so we dropped back a little bit, and one of the guys was a little impatient and slid up into us, knocked a toe out of the poor kid's car. So we were just, he was just riding, just yeah. collecting laps. Yep. Yellow flag comes out. They came down and threw the kitchen sink at it, goes back out, made it a little bit better, comes back down. He made like probably five pit stops in a 60-lap race, went to the rear every single time. Yeah, that's not good. So... His dad had a radio on, so they're going back and forth about the adjustments, what needs to be done, da-da-da-da-da. So I'm, you know, being quiet during caution flags or whatever. So again, his dad has a radio, and he's communicating. So the kid comes over like five laps ago. I got a hell of a vibration in the front end. It ain't my car. I don't fucking fucking run the thing. (laughs) I don't care. Not not trying to be mean here, but I'm probably never going to see you again. So if you bowl this thing up, like, I don't, like... <laughs> long as you, long as you don't get hurt, I don't care. A fucking grenade it. Yeah. I don't give a shit. <laughs> like whatever. So his wow. Dad, his dad says nothing. No. I'm like okay. I'm like That's oh. Not good. 
Fortigo? Hang on, I say. Hammer down, bud. Comes to the old popsicle, sticks up in the air, and grenades the right front axle on the <laughs> fucking car, taking two to go. I'm like, yeah, that's not good. That's eh, less than ideal. So, if, you I know. Mean, you make the trip all the way down there. You might as well just. Might as well finish it. it yeah. So, at this point, that race gets over, and they decide to do the pomp and circumstance all over the front stretch, dragged all the cars out, parked yeah. them, everybody's out in front. Yeah. Speed 50, uh, excuse me, Racing America's Racing down America. there with the cameras and going through the driver's lineup. Again, our boy Weasel's got the turn four podcast yes, hat right on. And yes, he does. Well, big tie ties down there as the GoPro turn around her and Homer's yeah. down to get Weasel in the car and they finish everything up and, you know, tie turns on the GoPros or whatever. So I'm like, ah, perfect. So one of them was like tuned up to like 85% and the other one's like 95%. Like, there ain't no way they're making it through this thing. Yeah. They'll run out of battery. 100 laps. So long. With a halfway break, they're not going to make it. So the guy from Racing America actually gave me a pretty good hint, so we're going to look into it here in a little bit. But uh, they sell what they call an enduro battery that lasts 40% longer for the GoPro 10. Well, we're going to need that. Yeah, we'll probably need two. They're small. Hey, R&R race parts, if uh, you want to... <laughs> Get together and we can do something, you know. Yeah, so we uh he turns them on again. We we bought the cable so that way we could do the spotter audio, which I thought was just a one Sick, a pisser dude. shot. Yeah. Great shot. Yeah, it's great. Don't ask me how I came up with that angle, but it's a good shot. It was great. I figured it would be cool. The audio would be on that one. Yeah. And then what I did for race time was I actually used the, the 360 cameras, just the front facing, so that way it would last longer. Yeah. And again, cut me some slack here. I drove 14, 12 hours, 13 hours back home, worked all day. Actually had to teach a class tonight, so yeah. it's like late Tuesday night here. But I'm, my plan is to try to sync the videos up so you have the full frontal of the race car and then put weasel shot and then have the race car noise and the spotter noise so it all kind of jives together i'm trying to 949 it but it's going to be like 9.49 because it's not going to be that good probably but what's that guy's name kyle smith kyle smith uh we're gonna need to talk to you yeah he said anytime he said reach out to him we gotta we gotta figure this out because i have dj's birthday party thing that i'm still trying to figure out i sent you the did you did you get the thing i'm not gonna lie to you i have not watched it yet okay well, we were a little busy it's there i just uh, doing it on my phone bro that's it that's like, that's how this dude all those clips i put out this weekend uh, yeah but but I, I understand what you're saying but you're not splicing and putting them together in a no, thing and trying no. to sync them there's that a, was shit was like hey there's a computer right upstairs waiting for you to take it home it doesn't work on the computer unless you buy that specific program that I was talking to you about anyways Kyle we're gonna reach out we, we gotta we gotta talk to you because I gotta figure it out and I have a I have a bad boy on the way got, got mine so you're not gonna take mine no I told you I was going. Oh, I thought, to well, no, we talked about replacing whatever, and I thought you were gonna the no. tower. All right, no. All right. Wh- what? What are you talking about? I thought you were gonna take my computer tower and fix it up to iRace and do the video editing. I didn't realize we'll you were going to We'll talk. We'll right, talk. Whatever. We'll talk after. It. Anywho. So anyway, so you know, Ty Ty fires up the old GoPros and ready to roll, and we had a hell of a go of it just to get lap one in. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Good God. So we started thirteenth. Yeah. Okay, I don't know how that all worked because two guys in front of us got DQ'd and we were supposed to be 14th, but we started 13th. But we were on the bottom, so I was happy. Yeah, whatever. We go down into turn one. Yeah. Melee. Yeah. Right off the rip. So, again, statute of limitations, race results are already posted, and I'm sure the check's already in mail. 
They uh, told us over the race receiver that I was listening to race control on to revert back to the last lap. Well, nobody fucking fixed the lineup. So we went from starting 13th to refired 8th. Yeah. I uh, I questioned that a little bit. I was like, uh, I knew why? where we were supposed to be. Yeah. I was like, what the? Not that many cars wrecked. Yeah. I was like, man, there's no way that many. The wor- wow. You know what the worst part is? They moved guys behind us to correct the lineup. Never looked at the top ten. One of them. They started. They started eleventh on back. It was sick. It was and, sick watching Chris. And then we went back into turn one. Yeah. And wrecked again. Wrecked again. We were almost in that one. Yeah. He got tagged from behind, pushed into it, and luckily, I was, I, was, I was like, go high, go high, go high, go high, yeah. and he cranked it right at the last minute, and we missed yeah. it. So then we refired sixth. Yeah. <laughs> we just uh, if I could keep wrecking him, boy. He had some amazing saves. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Amazing. So we traveled 14 hours. Yeah. To go race the New Year's Bash. Yeah. To have like six or seven New Englanders down there. No big deal. Stores, Renfrew. Yeah. Um, there's a few of them down Woodard, there. Woodard, Chris Watson, and Buffon. yeah. To get tangled up with Buffon. Yeah. Down on the off of turn four. <laughs> the Buffon rando saga continues. Yeah, it continues. <laughs> uh, so we turn around, and uh, that actually, uh, Race in America reposted my video. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. That's, That's pretty sick, cool. Dude. Yeah. So they, they talked it up. So, of course, we could actually, in the spotter stand, we can hear the announcer. Yeah. So it was Alan Dietz on the on the Race in America coverage. Yeah. And the second wreck that we missed on the front stretch where he shouldn't have, but yeah. somehow fucking did. Yeah. Uh, he's like, he's got the two best saves of the night. The one off of turn four. Now this one, blah, blah, blah. Chris Rando out of Scotty Rock. Just kept pumping him up, pumping him up. So I'm like, all right. So I may or may not have been working for Golden Cross this morning while I was editing video. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. Mayor. Allegedly, Mayor. This is all. <laughs> he don't listen to this shit. <laughs> what if he does? What if this he secretly <laughs> listens to every episode? <laughs> so we turn around and I, I, I put that one up and then I'm like, ah, you know what? They talked a bunch about it. I'll just shoot a message. I'll shoot it on Twitter. Yeah. I'll shoot my shot. Yeah. So I DM him. I'm like, hey, here's that four Vermont that Alan Dietz kept talking about. The save. Yeah. Literally the first message back. That's awesome. Can we use it? Yeah. Absolutely. Dude. So they so <laughs> GoPro's paid for itself. Yeah, boom. Right there. <laughs> so they literally they posted on their Facebook page. They posted it on Twitter. So on both of them I got on there and comments underneath, hey, there'll be more of this video from Turn Four Podcast. Yeah. Check us on YouTube or yeah. our Facebook page. Like just here we go. Yeah. Dude, we gained like thirty followers. I know. In a matter of like an hour. I know. And they're from like Dillon, South Carolina, Florence, South Carolina, Darlington, South Carolina. Oh, my phone just kept going ding. Oh, it was ding, great. Ding, yeah. I'm ding, like, this is like, awesome. Jesus. Yeah, this paid for itself right here. Yeah. So, from, so again, good. for anybody that hasn't seen it yet, uh, when this comes out on Wednesday morning, go back and look. Basically, Buffon got a hell of a run down the backstretch. I'll he give him did. credit. He, he got a hell of a run. He did. So, again, terminology Chris wanted me to use. Looking meant that Chris gets to make the judgment call. Inside means he's I there. made the judgment call. Yeah. So, I'm like, he's looking. He's at your bumper cover. He's inside. Chris never moved. Yeah. Chris never moved. Yeah. yeah. He didn't move. I don't think he had the spot. There's actually, there's actually a uh, Travis Sykes was down there. Sykes ah. Sykes was actually live. He posted the link on our Facebook page and said it started we'll go to the 255 mark. Nice. And you can just watch. Buffon loses his nose, comes up. Yeah. Chris was dead to rights wrecked. 45 degrees, dude. If you watch that's that wild. video and actually look out the driver's side window net, Yes. He is parallel with the fucking racetrack. Yeah. Junk. It was crazy. And you can actually hear static on the video because I had the mic keyed up. Yeah. 
just watching, but I was trying to wait for him to finish Snap around. snapping around and just tell him to lock it down. Yeah. So I key up the mic, and all of a sudden that thing's pointed back forward. Yeah. Put your foot in it. Keep <laughs> going. John Spence Jr. is the flagman, so he used to flag for the True Value Series, which yeah. is now the Modified Racing Series. He was yeah. the flagger down there this weekend. Yeah. And he's got that yellow flag in his hand all rolled up. We're ready, ready, ready. And then Chris gets it back forward, and he just starts going, yeah. go, go. Get and I'm it, like, get it. at that point, dude, we're only like, you know, 15, 18 laps in, whatever yeah, we were at. Far. Like, there's no point in looping it just to get the caution. Like, we're going to get another one. Yeah. Just regroup. You've already spanked the tires. Let's just. Yeah. So there's a little conversation had during the next yellow. Was that uh, between Chris and I? Oh yeah, it was a small oh, conversation. Yeah. So it'll come out on the when the GoPros all put together and Sick. yeah, there was a little conversation. Nice. And then like two yellows later, Buffon loops it. Yeah. After the yellow yeah. over in turn two. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. So again, Chris and I had a little conversation. You know, yeah. no big deal. Yeah. Racing karma got him. Yeah. Is, is what it is. So we don't need to worry about him anymore. And then that melee on the front stretch happens. And I mean, yeah. fucking melee. Yeah. So that's towards the back half of the field at that point. Yeah. And they fucking wreck. And they wrecked hard. Mm-hmm. And Buffon hits the end of the wall and a wrecker. And almost clobbered almost, two people. He almost fucking killed that guy. He almost killed that guy and the other guy that like kind of dove out of the way and rolled. And then that other guy bounced off the car and went to the ground. I shouldn't say he almost killed. Like, the car. The yeah, car. Yeah, the, yeah. The no, it was a racing. It, the, yeah, it, was a racing it, it was a racing deal. Racing. It wasn't like he was yeah, aiming yeah, for anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I ended up seeing a picture of that car. It needs a clip. I bet it does. It needs a clip. I bet it does. You want to know the crazy thing? So before the race started, they they said that the guy that owned the wreckers was like his main goal was uh, to have all of his trucks uh, not have to fill up any of his trucks, right? Like that's his goal. Basically clean racing. Yeah. He didn't get it. Bubba. You ain't got to worry about the gas tank. You got to worry about... Fixing it, did, it. It didn't look that bad, though. It got smoked, dude. It, it got did, smoked. He used it the rest of the night. It didn't look that bad. Well, the, the, the push... There's, there's definitely something wrong with the it. The push bumper got moved up a little bit. Yeah. All right. It was... They, they hit a ton, dude. And, and again, same thing, though. Like, that wreck's happening, and there's just guys that just continued on into the wreck, and it's like, dude, what the hell? Yeah. So we're sitting there on a red flag, because that happened the first half of the race, right? Yeah. yeah that happened the first half of the race. Yep. We're sitting there in the red. <laughs> I can weasel keys up the mic. I'm like, hey, you know, he's like, hey, just we're, we're plowing the front end. It's not good. We need to make an adjustment. He didn't look good the first. No, time. he wasn't happy with the car. So Lightning goes, hey, you're running 17th. Yeah. There's 21 cars in the lead lap. If you want to come down, come down. Let's just let's try to make it right, and then we'll have the halfway break to make it even better. <laughs> and then Weasel goes, dude, I gotta pee. Oh, boy. I should have come down on this red flag so I could have popped out to pee. This isn't good. So we get back racing, and we start logging some laps there for a little while. And we're, we we got a pretty good run going. Yeah. So all weekend long, you heard it's a halfway break. Yeah. There's a 100-lap race. It's not a halfway break. There's a 100-lap race. <laughs> when the fuck is a halfway break? 50. <laughs> it turns out 48. 50. <laughs> turns out it's lap 52. Yeah. So we're sitting there. And it's lap 49, and Spence grabs the fucking yellow, and he was told five laps prior, when the last car hits the line at lap 50, throw the yellow, we'll freeze the field, and it's done. We're done. Yeah. Halfway break. Lap 49 in fucking three quarters, Tumbleston comes off of four, and the race director comes over and goes, let him go, let him go, don't throw the yellow, let him go, we're get, we're, we're, we'll, I'll, throw the, I'll throw the yellow at some point in the second half of the race. Mm. 
So we had just made the move. Chris had chased somebody down. I told him to push it to restart on the bottom. So that way we didn't have to play the top game. Right. Gets by him, and then they come out with that. I'm like, that's not good. This isn't good. Then he just changes his mind two laps later and throws the yellow. So we throw the yellow. Everybody woes up. And then this jackass <laughs> from God knows where <laughs> barrels down the backstretch and passes five cars. Yeah. Gets into the pits. So we come back out on the racetrack. And I told Weasel we were refiring on the bottom. We should have refired 17th or 18th and one. I'm not happy about it. I'm not the one in the car, but I'm not happy about it. Yeah. I did what we were instructed to do, and when the yellow came out, we slowed down. He did. Well, what happened was is they ended up counting a whole extra lap after the yellow because they screwed up of when they threw the yellow. Oh, boy. So when we crossed the line, we were in 17th, and then when they froze the field because that jackass drove by five cars, we were 18th. Hello, you're just throwing out insults. <laughs> So, we come down for the halfway break. Weasel pops out, takes his leak, tells Race in America that he's taking a leak because they're like, oh, you got out. You were working on the car. He's like, no, dude, I had to pee. Yeah, a <laughs> boy. Classic Chris response. So, we get refired back up. I'm counting cars. We're 18th. Not happy about it. Mm-hmm. So, I voiced my displeasure. Not over the radio. Not on my second channel that I was talking to Tyler with. I just kind of mumbled to myself that it was fucking bullshit. Well, little did I realize that Ron Barfield, who was also kind of race direct and doing whatever he was doing, heard me, went back up, watched the video, and realized that that dude passed five cars under the yellow. So he comes over the radio. I think it was like the 17 car. I don't know. It was a white one. Mm-hmm. You're behind the four of them all. <laughs> all right. His spotter came uncorked. Really? Uncorked. I, look at race monitor. We should be 14th. This is bullshit. Da, 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 da. Ron looks at him and goes, fuck race monitor. <laughs> I just watched the video. Fuck race you monitor. You blew by a bunch of guys. Get back to where you were when the yellow came out. Oh, classic. And dude. of course, again, I've got my nice lightning chassis sweatshirt on. Yeah, I bet you that went over well. Four Vermonts on the side of my headset. Yeah. And when he's talking to him, I went, <laughs> Pump my fist. Jesus. The guy's behind me. So I think, and again, I'm trying to put two and two together, but so Tumbleston, the guy that originally won. Yeah. His spotter was standing right behind me. Yeah. So I might have bitched earlier in the race about the restarts because Tumbleston would slow down and oh, Locklear would speed up. They're playing such ridiculous games, man. I, I literally, that's got to be. I, I haven't, I haven't watched the full Go video. Go back and watch. It was the, wild. It's fifty-seven minutes that we got on the audio. Yeah. In us, and then an hour and thirty-seven minutes on the other one. So I've got like fucking four hours worth of footage to go Bro, through. But I told, absurd. I told Weasel, I'm like, we're gonna wreck half the field because these two on the fucking front row can't stop playing games with each other because yeah. this is bullshit. Yeah. So of course he yeah, gets. T- they called it fuck fuck games they were they were playing <laughs> fuck fuck games it was bad so tumbleson spotters behind me of course not happy that i'm voicing my displeasure the two guys sit so their spotter stand is actually on top of the press box up there yeah so, so they have saying. so they have the press box and then they have the spotter stand right well because racing america's there and racing america does the tv deal and that's where their cameras are none of the spotters are allowed up there so we're in the grandstands with the general public Right. Okay. So I got two guys next to me that have nothing to do with anything besides drinking beer, eating peanuts, and watching a race. Yeah. Okay. So of course, I'm bitching about Tumbleson here. Yeah. And apparently, they're Tumbleson fans. Yeah. Wrong move. 
So they're kind of under yells. They're chirping, having a good time, kind of, you know, nudging me. Like, yeah, whatever. We were having a good time. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So we refire, and then we have that wreck on the front stretch. Yeah. Where there's a car high, there's a car low, and Chris is coming full song at it. Yeah. Key up the mic. Go middle. It worked. Yeah, it worked. Barely. It worked, though. So that's when Alan Deeds comes over the radio, and he's like, hey, you know, wow, Weasel, you know, Chris Rihanna makes a great move, blah, 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 blah. Those two guys next to me goes, all right, fuck it, uh, that one, because he should have been in it. Yeah. We got lucky. Whatever. And again, like another one, we're sitting there, and they wrecked again on the front stretch. That one was like Watson, Hayward. Yeah. And dude, that I one. Them all. Same thing. Boys, there is shit past your front bumper. Yeah. I told him to stop. Like, they've already locked the field down. Just stop. Lock it down. Lock it down. Lock it down. Yeah. And he stops. Let everybody finish. And yeah. But it's just like, and Chris and I had this conversation, and Lightning, and Homer, and Tyler, we were all involved in it. We said that if we kept the nose clean on that car, we had a solid shot at the top 10. Yeah. What'd you do? Kept the fucking nose clean on the car. Again, finished P11 on the racetrack. P P10 on the race Officially, results. Officially, you got a top Officially, 10. top 10. And again, the car wasn't right. It, we missed the setup by just enough to where it was just whatever. Um, we finally, whatever, we had like a eight-lap sprint to the finish, nine-lap, whatever it was. And mm-hmm. old boy was gassed. Yeah, old that. Weasel was gassed when he was all done. Gets a drink of water. Uh, I finally come across the racetrack and unload, and we're sitting there and everything else. And same thing, Ricky Locklear, Jr.'s crew chief owner, whatever he is, comes around. He goes, bounce, bounce. He got bounced. What, what are we talking about? He goes double zero. He's gone. Yeah. So then again, rumors start flying. Well, he's a little light. He's a little heavy on the left side. He's a little he's, heavy, I think. With the he was heavy on the left side. And I think light overall. Yeah, is what it was. Really? I think. I thought he. I thought he was heavy because he was fifty. Fifty point zero is what he needed to be. He was fifty point eight. Fifty five. Fifty five point zero yeah. went across the scales. He was fifty five point four. So he says, all right. Really? I thought it was heavier. Than hold that. on, hold on. Let me finish my goddamn story. Okay, sorry. sorry. 55.4 is what, this is what Barfield said. So Barfield put out a video on Race, yeah, in, Race in America. Yeah. She says, like, 55.4, steering wheel and the helmet were hanging up on the right side of the race car. So he says, nope, we're going to roll you off. Right. We're going right. to the, put the steering wheel back on. We're going to put the helmet back on. We're going to reset our scales, do whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. Goes back across the scales, 55.8. Right. Okay. Bro, yeah, there we go. bro you ain't pushing a gray area. Yeah, you're illegal. Yeah, you're illegal. I heard he so copped an attitude. Hold on. So Barfield says he goes. I gave him the benefit of the doubt. We'll roll you off the scales. We'll continue tech with you, and I'm gonna roll everybody else across the scales. Yeah. If everybody else is off, it's a problem with my scales. If nobody else is off, it's a problem with you. Yeah. He told him basically to go fuck himself. <laughs> he did. Started the car he did. and dumped the clutch and destroyed the scales. Yeah, I heard. Snapped him. Yeah. Just destroyed him. Yeah. So he got bounced, kicked out, done. You junk. And the gray ghost finishes second on the racetrack. Yeah. P1 in our hearts, baby. Fucking pass tech and takes home $2,500 hairs. Yeah. That was that was interesting, too, because they interviewed Tumbleston before the, like, the race started. No, they interviewed him at the halfway mark. Uh, I'm pretty sure they interviewed him before the race started, and he was just like... At, during driver intros, I'm pretty sure they interviewed the top three, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he was just, like, nonchalant. He's like, oh, it, the car's not great. 
You know, well, it's not. Oh, yeah, because they're like, oh, you dominated here last year, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, he's exactly. like, oh, it's not that great this it's year. It's not that great this year. Which is fine. But then he turns around, and if you actually watch his victory lane speech, the dude is, like, emotionless after just winning 100 lap features. He's just like, yep, 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 yep. So a lot of people are pointing on Twitter and on Facebook that, like, did he know? You know what I mean? Yeah, did he like, know kinda, he's going to get ripped out from under him? Yeah, don't get excited because you know what's Maybe. coming in tech. Maybe. He says, so he turned around, he did a Facebook Live last night. Really? Uh, Sunday night. Tumbleson did? Tumbleson did. We didn't, did say? Well, we didn't end up continuing watching him because the fucking guy sat there and he's like, how do I turn my truck light on so people could see me? How do I do this? And we got we got annoyed. But basically, the recap of it was along the lines of he was heading to his house to put his car on his scales at the house to prove that he was within the tolerances. Like Tyler Weasel and I said, bro, you were at the racetrack for an extra 30 minutes. You easily could have moved lead just to prove a point here. Like, y- you got bounced. You Take it on the chin. Take it on the chin. Yeah. And be done with it. That's tough. But, yeah, he was he, – he basically – he blames Ron Barfield because Ron spoke to the spotter at a certain point with those restarts in the first half. That they they were playing games. Yeah. So he claims that Barfield told the spotter that he would get the last laugh on the night. Ah, that's not great. So whether he did or not, I don't know. I I wasn't paying attention at that point that Ron had that conversation with him. Right. Because then at the halfway break, Tumbleson gets out. And I don't think any of the interviews from the half, were the halfway break interviews on Race in America, or that Um, might be for the Mav TV thing. So like Weasel said he had to pee. Did you see that? No. He said he I got out and peed. Okay, so that but must to be, be for fair at the halfway mark. I switched my attention. There's a football game that yeah. I was trying to watch. I switched my attention. It was racing on. <laughs> Sorry. So But it was the halfway mark. Nobody was racing. I know, but they're talking to drivers. Interview fair. fair. So Tumbleston comes on and they interview him and of course they're putting it over the loudspeakers at the racetrack and he turns around and he says he says, well, you want to yell at me for playing games on restart? Why don't you talk to your boy Wayne Locklear, who's dragging back, getting a run. He's jumping restarts. Yeah. He's doing this. If you're going to yell at one, yell at both of us. But nope, he's your buddy. He's And just trashed him on his own microphone. So he's blaming the fact that they got DQ'd on the fact that Ron doesn't like him. Well, hopefully that's not the case because that would not be great. He, I, I, I don't feel like you can. If you're, tr- if you're trying to build the New Year's bash to be as great as it has been for the first 13 years of it, yeah, how do you just turn around and bounce somebody because he said something mean on your, on your microphone? I feel like you have to be more of an adult than that. And if that truly happens, Parksy would have thrown Kimball out earlier this year. <laughs> when he turned around and bashed the, bashed the full fender cars and said that everybody yeah. comes to watch mom. You know what I mean? Like, just something stupid yeah. like that. I don't... Kimble, we still got to talk about that, I too. I forgot about that. That's <laughs> pure gold, which is why I still remember it. Yeah. But, like, that's what I mean. Like, I, I just... I don't feel like as a promoter and a track owner that you've got... I, I mean, I guess I might be wrong. I might, He might have a set of balls that big, but I, I feel like you would be dumb to just bounce somebody just for disagreeing with you. Maybe, dude, but you don't know... I mean, I get the, I, know, I get the Tumbleson the side. You you may, you may know a little bit of the history, but you don't know the whole history. And like, you know how people can get, man. Oh yeah, some some people can be vindictive. Well, dude, hopefully that's not the case. So here's the deal, right? Is, so I just told you, right? So that white seventeen car, because now I remember it was yeah. a white seventeen car. Yeah. Passes cars on the yellow, tries to get up there. His spotter yells at Ron Barfield, screaming match. Right. I clap because I'm an idiot, but besides the point. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a fact. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. So they put him behind. He's the last car on the lead lap, and then he loops it all by himself down yeah. to turn one and two. 
Okay. Yeah. Ron grabs the mic away from Alan Dietz and comes over the loudspeaker and goes, Oh, yeah, look at that. You want to argue with me about your position? Look who's the yellow for. Looks like we got you anyways. Go to the rear, buddy, and hands the mic back to Alan Dietz. What are you doing? You're the racetrack owner, bro. You can't do like, that. Just, just let you it go. That's that. kind of like a classless move. But I also understand this frustration. You just got screamed at for making the right call. I understand the frustration. But but you gotta you got to be a bigger man than that. Especially where you own the racetrack. You're promoting it. You're the one putting on the race. you got to have bigger shoulders than that, buddy. You cannot sit here and tell me that every time somebody gets in your face as a racetrack owner or promoter, if it bothers you that much, you're in the wrong business. Maybe you say that, though. You say that, but there have been plenty of track owners, and I've witnessed firsthand track owners that get into screaming matches with drivers. Oh, dude, it's it's happened in New Hampshire. So, yeah, but but that's what I'm saying. Like, And I'm not talking about Claremont. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm not. I mean, I am, but I, I'm. Uh, all I'm saying is, it happens. I think it but happens, but there's only so far you can push a human being before I, they. I understand that. Something but like here's that. my thing: the one incident that I'm thinking of, and it happened this year at a short track in New Hampshire. Yeah. Not at Claremont Speedway, Claremont Motorsports Park. Allegedly, it was not. Okay. It was. Don't, e- you don't need to. Say it, it was east of Concord. I'll call okay. it. Okay, you don't need to say. It happened in the pits. There's no cameras. It's not over the loudspeaker. Still people watching. There is still people watching. Some of the words that were being thrown around were not good. Yeah. But it was not on a loudspeaker where everybody could hear it. Like, that's where I just felt like it was maybe a little bit over the line. Oh, yeah. Definitely not a great look to, to, to grab the mic, I don't think. And that in that right there makes me a little suspicious of the call. It do- if he really did say, I'll have the last laugh. It doesn't with me, and here's the only reason why I say that. Why? Is because the first time he rolled over the scales, Ron was not over there. Okay. It was just tech guys. It was tech guys only when he rolled across the scales the first time. Okay. Ron was actually the one that said, let's give him a second shot and roll him off and let him reset and come back on. Right. I would, if- I would love to get Ron on here. I'm sure if we call him, I would love to because I, I I would love to n- get his side, and uh, he kind of Tumbleston. I would love to get t- dude Tumbleston looks like a good time. Again, uh, my thing with Ron is I think he came out and said it last night. Again, when you cross the scales, I'll tell you this right now. Allegedly, you can gain some percentages. Yeah, there's and lose some percentages. Yeah, by rotating ass cheeks in the seat and maybe yeah. leaning over in the window to talk to somebody. There's ways around the system. You can gain. 0.2%. You can gain 0.3%. But when you're 0.4% heavy on the left side, there's no tricking the scales into that. Yeah. Especially when everybody sees that it's set at zero. Yeah. Okay. It's not like you can set the car to the left a little bit on the scales to be on like the edges because it's still going to be all four wheels on the scales and all the crew guys have to see it at that point. Right. Like if, if you come across the scales, Zach, and I'm your crew guy and your left front or right front's not on there, I'm going to be screaming that we need to reset the car before we do anything. Yeah. And the fact that he had the helmet and the steering wheel on the right side of the car, you knew he was going to gain a little bit more left side percent because even if it's only five pounds worth of equipment, five pounds when you're talking, yeah, guys fight for ounces, never mind yeah. pounds. Yeah. So I just, I find it hard to believe that you get a guy that runs a racetrack and runs a race as far as like the New Year's bash that successfully to where 58 cars roll into your racetrack to have it all thrown away by one thing. 
Yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. I'm sure the I mean, truth lies somewhere in the middle of this whole thing. I'm sure it does. They were probably pushing the issue a little bit. Yeah, I, they, they, they probably were. Yeah. Again, I, I, I find it hard to believe, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, maybe you can manipulate the scales, but when you're sitting there as your crew and you can see all four tires on... Mm. And as far as him going home to show us that his scales say whatever. Yeah, I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that. Because here's the deal. I get DQ'd for being too light up at the cart track this year. We come home and we put it on my scales. What the hell's to say I didn't change something in the trailer before we get her to do the what Facebook is, Live? What does that prove? You're still not. You still got bounced. You still got bounced. That's the end of the day, you're, bro. You're better off just rolling off trying to. Hey, I'm not saying do this, but try to find wherever your issue is and figure that out. Negative. When you roll back over. You know what? If you're that confident that you're not illegal, roll off, tell them it's their scales, and let all the rest of the four others but come that, across the scale. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm Sit saying. Sit there and wait. That's what I'm let saying. them start tearing your motor down. That's let them start doing whatever. That's are, my thing. Yeah. I mean, gray areas are there to be pushed, and <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big proponent of people pushing the boundaries. I love it. I love but, it. It's cat and mouse. But listen, it. when you get caught... Yeah, take it take on it the chin. Yeah. You can't sit here and to throw the pity party. Yeah. You can't sit here and say it's poor me. The tech officials don't like me. The racetrack don't like me. This don't like me. Uh-uh. If you are pushing the issue, yeah. you take that sucker right on the chin. Yeah, and we've had this discussion too. It's like, And I'll die on that hill. At the, I will die on that hill. At the end of the day, everybody knows who the fastest was on the track. Yeah. You know, that's why when we gamble, we say whoever takes a check of flag, not who passes tech. No. Whoever takes the check. Because at the end of the day, you know what they can't take away from him? <laughs> the picture, that baby. picture on the front stretch, baby. Number one. It don't matter. Yeah. It don't I mean, matter. It, we sum all that up to say that the New Year's Bash, it was a, it was a great Dude, event listen, to watch. Number one, I'm going down next year whether Weasel goes or not. <laughs> I think Weasel will Weasel's going be down. a lifetimer down there. Yeah. Weasel's going down. Yeah. Number two, wife and kids are going down next year, too. I don't know why they didn't go down this year. Uh, we because I, we I we thought why. about it too late. I know why. But. Yeah, we thought about it too late. Yeah. Um. I, I think, think loved it. I think actually next year, uh, Tyler and I talked about it on the way down when we weren't arguing about uh, <laughs> doing like a Wednesday to a Wednesday, make it a little easier on us. Like travel halfway down to like yeah. Carlisle, PA on Wednesday, mm. and then finish the other six hours on Thursday. Get down there, relax. That would break it up. And then do the same thing on the way home. Like, take the Tuesday and Wednesday. So that way, again, man, I I know I missed a bunch today. They went out, like, karting. They went to race shops. I know, or yesterday, I missed a bunch. I know I did. But at the end of the day, I got bills to pay, and I had to get home. Like, it is what it is. It's not kids, dude. Yeah, and again, I think it, let me tell you what, sitting there at 72 degrees on Sunday, it was hard to come home Monday morning. (laughs) It was, knowing that it was negative two and snowing. But, like I said, you know, Kimmy and the boys are planning on going down again and again it's it's a nice little facility it's not terrible it's not i mean i'm not trying to bash them it's not the best in the world it ain't the worst in the world it's somewhere in the middle yeah but it was january 9th and i was sitting at a racetrack yeah i spotting at a racetrack on january 9th it was hot too it was the problem down there is man once the sun went down it's cold done done yeah, but it reminds me of fall, though, and I love fall. Yeah, that's I it. I love hot days, cold nights. It's exactly what it felt like. Like, it took a while to warm up, but it warmed up, and we were, I had my lightning chassis for Vermont polo on. and I need a hoodie. I need a lightning hoodie. I should have said something. He just ordered them. That's how I got mine. Oh, damn it. All right. Well, I'll reach out to him. I want a hoodie. I have a shirt, and I love that shirt. I wear that shirt a lot. I wear that shirt a lot, too. I want a hoodie. But, yeah, no, we had a good time. Like I said, uh, it was, you know... Weasel, Lightning, Homer, 
Tyler. The whole gang. Homer, by the way, man, don't be afraid to smile in pictures. Yeah, serious. Jesus, man. Serious as the day is long. I was like, you guys haven't even started racing yet, and Homer's already in a bad mood. Wound up. He <laughs> He's was already in a bad he, mood. He was, he, was, he, was, he was wound up Friday. <laughs> what are we doing? He was wound up. They changed his ways, and he didn't like it, so we went back to his way. How Actually, I don't think we did go back to his way. No. No. How was lightning? Calm, man. Calm? Calm. Joking. Are you kidding me? Throwing jokes around, ribbing people. Really? Golf. All weekend. It's great. It's fantastic. I don't know what you guys talk about. I don't think the guy's got a mean bone in his body. You okay. <laughs> you okay. Nice, sweet as pie. Well. Like a kid on Christmas morning. Every morning we woke up and we were heading to the fucking racetrack and he was happy about it. Yeah, I bet he was, dude. Dude loves the racing. Dude, I, I, and like I said, I cannot seriously state how how awesome it was. I mean, it like I said, awesome. Travis Sykes was down there. We saw Sykes. Yeah. Um, Ray King Jr. popped by. He's actually living down there right now. Really? Yeah, actually. Ray's down there? Yeah, we talked to him. We talked to him. He's actually moving down there. For good? Yeah. So no more Ray in the... No more Ray, Ray probably. Well, he sold the mini stock anyways, but yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. We still got to get Ray on before yeah. he moves. He's already moved, I think. I think he's ah, pretty much damn. down there, but again. Yeah, no, we, we again, we I saw quite a few people I haven't seen in a while, and, you know, mid midwinter blues were... <laughs> Yeah, kicked out the door right up until I about watered it up coming off the Springfield exit last night coming home. Yeah, hit Westminster and the fucking snow was flying, hey, flying. Hey Jimmy Renfro, let's talk. I want to talk a little bit about this Dylan experience. I want I want to hear your side of it. Uh, I don't know if you listen, but hopefully you do. They do. Milton does. Milton came by and saw me. Milton Duran. Milton. Milton drives the Lemire, or I think Lemire race. Clip this and send it to Jimmy because I really, I really want to get his take on this whole thing. Because I was pulling for him hard, and he. It got was good, B main. It, it was good. Be, it was entertaining. And that car, dude. Oh, it was. Did not look like any other car there. It had some. It had some fab work onto it. Bro, the front of it said BMF, and I don't know if you know what that stands for. Bad it's motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, "You dude, you gotta have Section. some gumption on you to put that on your." Race so car. actually, uh, the front fenders and rear quarters were rolled by hand to get that flared out it over the tires. Like they were rolled by hand. Yeah, the guy said he's like, "I'm gonna cry if he crinkles one of these up." Dude, it the car looks sick, but I, I want his. I want. I just want to talk to people that were racing. I, I miss it, dude. I miss. Yeah, that was a good time, and like I said, I it just. Southern hospitality was nice. Everybody was pretty friendly for the most part. I mean, you had a couple guys that were, you know, typical, just typical racetrack, man. I'll tell you this right now. Yeah. You can travel 14 hours away. Racing politics are still racing, racing politics. politics. Yeah. Still got nice guys. You got bad guys and you got the assholes in between. Yeah. But, well, hey, man, thanks for popping by. Hold on. Oh, hold on. What did we forget? Uh, uh, now that we're done talking about Dylan. Yeah. I want to die on this hill. Okay. I said this in the text group. Get up on it. Big Phil. 2022. Toby. Mike Parks. Listen to what I'm about to tell you. Don't do it. Bring back creeper races. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm going to make a t-shirt and I'm going to wear it to the, I'm going to wear it to the tracks. Says, make creeper racing great again. I want creeper races back. Somebody posted in the yeah and somebody blew it by having one towed behind a car one night yeah well don't do that they burned them up don't do don't do that i'm just saying bring back creeper races i think yeah, they used to sick. grab their race helmets and get on the creepers yeah. and head right down on the racetrack it'd be so sick right people would have to hang out after the races man everybody down days just gets in the truck and goes oh we're not doing it during an event 
Why? Intermission? No. You don't you don't even gotta make it the whole track though. You don't do the whole track. You literally come off a pit road down to the backstretch and the first one that hits the backstretch wins. That was all it was. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. No. You don't even have to make it like a We don't need intermission. We don't need to drag that night on any longer than we already do. I'm gonna die on that hill. You're 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 you you're no fun anymore. You used to be fun. Anyway, used to be okay. used to be fun. Get the fuck out. We're Lock clears. Lock clears. I want you yes. on to senior and junior. Ricky Junior, Ricky Senior, repost this. We'll have Weasel repost it. And you got to listen, and yeah. we'll uh, figure out a time that we can chat. Weasel, get him on. All right, thanks, man. Later. would like to take a moment and thank you for listening to this week's episode of the turn four podcast have a question comment or query we would love to hear from you reach out to us today at our facebook page turn four podcast and until next week we'll see you at the racetrack